Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. I believe that everyone goes through something because you're changing in transition and it's not easy for everybody. And if it doesn't hit you right after, it can hit you at any point, sometimes a year later, not even like, you know. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Like Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Good morning, friends and family. This and feels like hopefully it's, it's not family. Night. I know, not our family. If not is, our family. If this is a cat and that family member, and we both do have large families. Quickly press pause and delete and get out. It's like you're in the bedroom while we have sex. Don't do that. Right? You wouldn't you want no, that. No, it's inappropriate. Don't speaking, do that. Speaking of bedroom when you have sex. Okay. Oh, jeez, I love so, speaking of. I love like there's always for you this one time. I know. Speaking of. Okay. Okay. So basically, what happened was. Um, something splattered all over your car. Um, 
we were coming home from lunch and I was having IBS and um, we always try, she always tries to distract me with stories so that I don't think about how intense because a lot of IBS has to do with also your brain like not being able to relax itself so basically it wants to just release the shit. Oh, mm. I didn't know this. Yeah, so well, IBS is actually releasing the shit from your brain. So well, you're physically releasing IBS it. often has to do with anxiety as well. It's like a mental thing. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so we, I think we found like the the ultimate topic to get my mind. Okay. Off I it was a it was I mean it, it was it was a guess. It was perfect. It was basically like imagine <clears throat> that couple walking down the street having sex. Now imagine this person and people in our lives and having sex. And it was just like because you have to not only like come up with the, the person, then you have to imagine it happening. Then you'd be kind of grossed out or intrigued. Intrigued. And yesterday I was getting my, um, my new teeth in <laughs> and I was in so much excruciating pain. I can't, I can't, I like, it makes me, I actually physically, when you talk about it, it makes me want to barf. Well, I said to her at one point, I felt like I wanted to throw up. She goes, I could tell you're getting nauseous. Um, I either cry or vomit. That's what, where I was at. And um, all I wanted was you to sit there and be like, imagine so-and-so and so-and-so I having sex. To come. I'm like, I'll come over and sit with you. I know. At that point, it was like near the end. And I was like, I can, I can do this. So many needles. So I want to barf. I want to barf. I did too. And one time, um, a piece of something just sort of fell back. And I was already on the verge. And I, uh, I did that. <laughs> Anyways, guys, honestly, it's, um, I'm just sitting here in silence. I'm like, I don't really like, okay. If so, basically that everyone's like, why let's just go through. Why did you want to change your teeth so badly? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I've, oh, sorry, my skin's falling off. Oh my God. I got a vomit. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. This seems like the worst idea ever. But anyways, like no, no one on TikTok looks like this. I don't know what's going on. All I kept thinking during was I'm changing the way that I look for the first time ever permanently. Everything else that I've done, like can be, you know, it'll wear off. And I had never thought about that before because I know I've done stuff before, but everything is not permanent, right? I don't have anything permanent done. I don't think so. No. So I was like, okay. And then I was like, but people, they get breast implants, tummy tucks, liposuction, anything on their body. The, the healing process is very painful. It can, it can take up to six weeks. So I kept thinking to myself, this is better than that. Okay. And then, um, so what I wanted to do is my teeth were shortening because I grind. And they were only going to get shorter and shorter. And I always love the look of people with beautiful teeth. Like I see someone's teeth and they're beautiful and it's all I can look at. And I just feel like it's one of my things, right? Yeah. Like it's not that I look at someone with like abs and I'm like, oh my God, I, you know, some people might be into that. Like, oh my God, her abs are so amazing. I wish I had those abs. Like, no, it's always teeth and some other things. So I just kind of always wanted to do it. And it's like, if you keep thinking about the same thing over and over, if you don't do something about it, either yeah. forget about it or do it. It's taking up space in your brain that could be uh, like something else really awesome could come in. Hopefully not something about changing myself, like spending more money and changing myself again, but something awesome. Okay. So now it's almost out of the way. I still have to go back and get the porcelain veneers. Right now I have a plastic piece, which I chipped last night. I had to go this morning before TV to get it fixed. But I think that long term, my teeth were only going to get shorter and I was only going to be more and more unhappy. Okay. So she had short teeth. Now she has long teeth. Yeah. And everyone's like, your teeth were so perfect and beautiful before. They were fine for now, but they were only getting shorter. For facts. 
facts from dentists. So now you have to wear a mouth guard every night? I'll have to wear a night guard on my bottom or else I'll break my teeth. Okay, this is good times. You know, I the only it, I'm actually in pain right now. I really should take Advil, but my gums are just so sore and my teeth are so sore. Um, but you know if you text Olivia, she'll bring it to you. I know, but I uh, I think in the long run, it's something to entertain me. Would you go if you knew what you were about to endeavor? Would you go back and redo it? Probably, yeah, uh, yeah, I would. Whoa. Yeah, and I still have to go back for, they have me booked for a whole day the other day, but they say it probably won't take that long because like everything's all prepped. The scary part about getting veneers, and I know you guys have probably seen like the horrid pictures of like the pegs of teeth. So I gotta tell you this, I, I had to pee, it was seven and a half hours. So I get up to pee and I've had to put a face mask on. Of course I look in the mirror in the bathroom. Terrible. Okay, they're not pegs, but they're small teeth. My mom's like, oh, some people are born with those really tiny teeth. I'm like, yeah, like that. So if this, these two ever fall out, or if I end up going broke one day, uh-huh. I'm not going to be acceptable. Like, I'm just going to have to never leave my house. So apparently you have to get them changed every 10 years or something. Right. So they said they have clients and they know people if they take care of them really well. Um, she knows someone who's had them for 20 years and she just keeps, she often will break one and they just fix that one. So I guess it's like, she often will break one. Like maybe once a year. Well, maybe not once a year. In 20 years, maybe it's happened like five times. Okay. I'm my face. I'm like, what's uh, uh, a year? Uh, no. So it's not, it's not so bad. And how do you break them? I think you could just crack them on something. Oh my God. And I bet, I bet grinding, if you don't wear a night guard, could definitely take it, take them down. <sighs> Anyways, my jaw hurts. Seven and a half hours. Shit, balls of fire. No, you really, you really did. Uh, and they were like, you're doing a good job. And there was one point where I was like, my whole head hurts so much. So then we topped up the thing and all of a sudden I felt a release, but it wasn't for long. And then it came back and I was just like, but I looked at the time, and the time when I was in like the most pain was an hour and a half before it was over. So I was like, I, I can do this. Oh, okay. Like she was. Well, in, I did she text was you there. and say I'm dead. I'm she dying. was there all day, guys. Like yeah. all, like the entire yeah. day. It was. I was like, I can't believe you're still there. And I then, told Kat that she. Um, I'm on my deathbed. Find Mark a horny nice wife, and please just raise my children. Because I'm not coming out of this. Imagine you probably like imagine you had a heart attack in the chair. No, I was, I, I, in that moment, I was like, if I died right now and didn't have to feel this anymore. I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. That's why I wanted to just let you know, find Mark a horny said, nice I wife. said, you, you got, you, you can't do anything for five years. <laughs> what am I going to do in five years? Well, you're, you're, you think you're done. You're not, you get, done. you get obsessed. So. And there'll be something new that comes out like hair transplants for women. I think there is. Why don't we do that? Because it looks terrible. Maybe I'd rather just put some tapes in my hair. Looks terrible, but it would be hidden by our hair. It's not like we're bald. We're good. Okay, we're good. Yeah, we're I'd good. go to fucking Turkey for a hair transplant. Fuck. Then we could go to Turkey. Not right now, but Turkey. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, guys, this is a Q&A. Oh, and also, we had yeah. so many tour questions yesterday. Oh, my God. And I didn't even get to answer all sure. of them. Did you see mine? I sure did. And I was like, you know what? I Because I, there was a lot of, there was a few stripper questions. And I'm like, I don't really know whether to like answer these. Because I don't want, it's such, you know, strippers in our show are not strippers, number one. Because I think they get such a negative connotation, strippers, that people are like, I would never want my husband, I would never want my wife to go see strippers. Okay, that's, that's or my husband to go see strippers. They're not in a strip club. They're on a stage in a theater. And they're not naked. Very they're much. They're a dance troupe with no tops on that are sexy. Literally. Sexy. It's like they, 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 you see no dick. You see. It's like a party favor. It, it is literally, it's like you going to I mean, a high school musical and watching. What? Oh. oh. It's, it's just like watching TikTok. It's literally no different. Yeah. It's, it's exactly like Sebi. It's actually, it's actually even more more tame than TikTok. Yeah, and it's not their fault if they're so big that you can see it through their pants. And they even wear black pants, which I'm thinking we should change to gray sweatpants. In my opinion, I think it would be hilarious to see gray sweatpants. A hundred percent. My mom's so worried about me. She's FaceTiming me. Um, yes, absolutely. 100% gray sweatpants. Love it. Love it. Just like get rid of all the stigmas and make it like a fun dance. It's really like fun. Uh, They really are fun. They bring so much energy. They bring so much positive energy. They bring a little naughtiness and fun. So when we did the Q&A, I wrote a question because I knew Kat would see it. And I said, are, are there still strippers? Do you see their dong? Do you- I get to touch them? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not answering this, pervert. Were you surprised? No. Was I surprised? <laughs> no. You're not at a petting zoo. You're not going to get to go touch the dog. <laughs> You're not at a petting zoo. I mean, maybe maybe you could do a little after. Maybe you maybe you could organize something. Oh, yeah. We thought about doing a potential, like, off, after hours, after an after An after eight offering. Someone's like, how long is the show? Yep. What is it going to be different? Because I don't want to come to the same show. And I was like, it will be. Well, no, she, sorry. She said will it be different. Not I don't want to come the, to the same show. There were some people who were like, is it going to be different? I've been to a show. Okay. Like, I've been to a show. But is by it- the way, the past show was worth coming again. Just for the record. Yeah, people yeah. have come to like 10. Oh, my God. It's Yeah. I, and is it a comedy show? I think, yeah. Because I think the, the presumption is I, 
like I said in our last podcast, the comedy show is the exact same show. So, of course, you're not going to go to a show with, you're not going to go see, unless you're their favorite comic, three times. Because the perception would be. But comedians do, for every new tour, they have new material. But it's often the same show for that tour. Right, right, right. So, she's like, is it going to be new? And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be different. Yes. Not even new. New and different. Yes, like, so just like a comedian, it'll it'll be a new set, but. Every night is different for us. That's what I said. There's no, there's, there's no script. There's no script, and it's like every, every. It's just you if can't you not re- go and have a good time. And if you like the amount of comments and reviews and everything we get after, it's like they're like there's nothing like it. Like like, and there's been nothing like it since. Did I do a good job of describing that? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there were so many more questions. Yeah, no, I mean, she said, are you, a, like, a comedy show? Or she asked, what kind of show? Are we a comedy show? She said, are you a mom show? Um, and so I was like, what's a mom show? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great question. We do not sit there and talk about parenting. Yeah, I was like, what? I was, like, trying to figure that. I'm like, what? If I was to describe a mom show, what would that be? I guess it would be, like, you sit there and you talk about being a mom in a serious way, give advice, ask questions, have maybe a doctor expert on there. Oh, okay. You know, like, like, like the mom show that used to be on TV. Right. Which is basically two hosts talking about motherhood. They bring in experts. So it would be more serious. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy, this is a great question because, you know. But you're so right. So many single people and so many men come and have the best time. A lot of, a lot of the people that are on tour with us, they are, they were like, your show is freaking hilarious. They're not married. They don't no. have kids. A lot of girls in their twenties that are in college, they come cause they're like, I love you girls. Like, you know, um, the reason Alexis mailman works with us is cause she was a fan and she was 20 like, years older. Yeah. Like young, like not even legal yet. Yeah. No, there's not. And it's so funny to think of her out there in the world and being, following Kat and Nat and just loving them. I know. You know? I know. Alexis, so cute. That is that is a super... Random weird. thought. Yeah. And she it, was out there in an apartment alone being like, I love these two moms. You, the best way to put it is, you know, I, I, we want to rebrand our podcast, but keep it mom truth because that's what we're known as. But like, basically, conversations that are private that go public. Uh-huh. So it's this weird, like, the, no topics off limits. And even if it is motherhood, it's us as women in motherhood in situations which are fairly universal in the world. Like, it could be a boss like all the feelings you have when when things go awry and you're like you're not alone in this although you feel like you're alone in this and then when you talk about it in a funny way or in an honest way it's so fucking funny when you look at it from an objective way and that and then you take that with you in your day-to-day going forward and you're like I'm about to feel really overwhelmed by this but I remember that conversation that was had at that cat and that show and I'm like you know what don't sweat the small stuff and you could go to a show in Fargo the first night and then mm-hmm. go to a show at the casino in Mystic Lake the next night and it wouldn't be the same show. No. And it would be the same vibe of feeling, but it would be different content and it would be different energy and it would be a different everything. And we're so, also going to be switching up segments so there'll be actually brand new content each show. Yes. Yeah, like brand new, sorry, like segments. So the segments won't even be the same. No. Yeah. No, y'all. It's going to be, it's going to be, we haven't totally planned it out, but that's the fun of it. Because when we get there, we're, we're, I mean, I think the energy is going to be so I, outrageous. And everyone who's bought tickets are, are being like, I can not, not wait. I'm so excited. All right, guys, this is a Q&A. So um, let's have some questions. Here we go. Hi, lovely ladies. Sarah here from San Diego, California. 
Um, me and my best friend Tiffany are in the process of setting up a floral design business as a partnership. And we're at the point where we need to write our business agreement. And everybody has advised us to do 51-49, and we don't want to. So we want to go 50-50 the same way you guys have your business set up. And we'd love to hear why that works so well for you guys. Because we feel like, why would we do it any other way? Thanks. Bye. First of all, I love that you know how we set up our business. Like I know, I, I guess, you like, listen to the podcast. Like, I don't remember specifically talking about that, but we've done so many podcasts. But I love that. And that's what's so awesome about this podcast, too, is that we are... You, there are no secrets. You know everything about us. You know how we set up our business. They're like, that should be like private financial information. Nothing's private. <laughs> Nothing. It's not even your privates are private. Honestly, throughout this process, people, a lot of people will give you advice. Some will be from like friends and family, but in the, in the, like the business planning, the serious people will always advise, you know, what they think would be the easiest, um, considering you guys are just regular people. Huh? Like you're just two business women coming together, right? Because if anything were to happen or to dissolve, it's better if one has one over the other just when decision-making comes push to shove. But when you're friends and you start it, because I feel like if you're simply business, I think that's where that's where they, like our lawyer made an exception for us because we're like, we're friends. We will not do this without each other. Okay, so I understand. So what she's saying is if you, if someone was to, uh, it still doesn't make sense, though, because if, let's just say I was to be like, peace out, and I was 51%, I could dissolve it. And then you would be like, but I don't want to, but I'm like, yeah, but we're done. It still, it doesn't. I, there's a reason lawyers do it. I and can't it does remember not, why. I, I, but I, you do, it's your business at the end it. of the day. It's your business. And, you know, um, the other thing they wanted to do was, yeah, like one has like whatever, one over the other. And there's a reason he explained to us why that works. But I don't remember it, and I think it didn't make sense to us in there, and I, it doesn't make sense now to me. I think I understood what he was saying at the time. Probably. But I think at the end of the day, what we said is the whole thing that we reiterated and what he wanted to know is that— It this, would be gone. It would be gone if one of us it wasn't Which, a part of If it. one of us went loco and was like, we couldn't carry mm -hmm, on, it mm -hmm. would just be gone. Mm -hmm. So I guess you have to decide if, it, if, it's, if, if this is your you who wants to start this with another person, can it, can it just be gone? And also— um, you know, in our experience, a lot of people that have started, two people together, friends or whatever, either one doesn't want to do it anymore and the other takes over or the two of them just don't want to do it. But if you're in a situation, you really think long and hard about it, don't know how well you know your friend or whatever, um, you kind of do have to have that discussion that if you want to carry on and she's like, listen, life has overwhelmed me. I'm really not interested in running a business anymore. Can you take it over? That was a lot of like the legal too was like, you know, if one dies or one doesn't want to do it, can the other one do it? And that's that's where I think you we just really dissolve. Need to think. Yeah, we dissolve. Go listen. Every person in your life is an expert in their field, but doesn't necessarily is not an expert in your life. Mm -hmm. So the expert in the field, you 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 take the the advice. This is for everything, motherhood, everything. You take the advice, you listen to it, and then you think about it, and then you apply. You know, there's some experts in our lives that we just fully are like, I can't think about this. This is you have this. Like a lot of our um, experts, like our lawyers, we just trust them to a place where 
um, we don't push back often. And then other places we just listen and we're like, we're not willing to, we're not willing to sacrifice that. So we're going to go our own route, but the places where we're not willing to research and like trust our gut, we put in other people's hands. So if your gut is telling you 50, 50, there's no one, an expert of your life that can tell you that it can't be 50, 50. There's just someone who advises on a business, how it should be. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. And, um, good luck. That's that'll be really fun to watch, and please keep us updated with how the business goes. You know, um, things take time; they take a lot of effort. Oh fuck! It doesn't end. Doesn't. It's amazing. Hi, Kidnap. This is Rose, longtime fan. Um, I just wanted to ask: Do you think that you can be too real um, with your kids? I have three daughters, nine, six, and a one-year-old that I just had during the pandemic, and. It has been a little stressful, you know, pandemic life. So my question is, is there too much like sharing of the pandemic stress? There's times where I can't escape sharing the reality of what I'm going through, and I don't know if I'm doing damage or not. What do you think? <laughs> I would love to know what you're sharing. I know. At when first, she's like, I'm doing damage. I'm like, huh. I know. I was kind of thinking, I guess, because she said pandemic life is hard. I'm thinking uh, stress and money. Stress money probably impatient like we all are burnt out not feeling ourselves like sick of being a camp counselor I know I mean I think that well for me what I if I there are there are things that I'll share with my kids um acknowledging that things are hard or that sometimes financially I'm very open about we just can't afford that but if I'm in struggles and I don't think that they'll benefit from them feeling the, the like the the stress or the you know the pressure. You're like, daddy's a dick bag. You wouldn't. That's not where. No, you're, no it's not. Like, or like, I'm, I'm, I, I, he, like you, we, we never dog the person. No, but away. I think that if it's something like, I don't think it should ever. And I think this is like something that you should like get in the habit of doing. Is if it's a financial thing, don't pretend to your kids that every that you can afford everything you say like you know during this pandemic Kat and I have told our kids like because we were unable to go on tour and because partnership slowed down we can't go do some of the things that we did before and there's no shame in the game that's life and they'll experience that as well so to be honest about it instead of saying like oh we're just too busy we can't do it like in lying to them about it it's the financials are a realistic part of life and I think that they need to know now if you're having like major stress over like um finances or stress and all of that i think that you don't want to worry them you don't want to keep them up at night they're just kids and their their brains aren't mature enough to like understand all of that kind of worry yeah yeah and i think moods are fine too because as long as you acknowledge it's not them because sometimes kids take on the moods of the family and they want to make it better so they they kind of like you know try to behave better try to alleviate the stress or whatever so it's just making sure that you know, I'm, I I was in a mood. I was feeling overwhelmed. I'm really sorry about that. This mm-hmm. has nothing to do with you. These are kind of grown up things, and you know the pandemic's hard. But um, it just acknowledging maybe if there was a, a a fuse that was lit, or you know what I'm trying to say. If, if you did kind of have a moment, uh, all of us can have moments. It's how you pick back up the moments and make it a, a lesson for them, rather than making them hold it and not. They don't need to carry your shit. But they can see your shit and then you ha- you help fix it for them. So not fix it. You help them understand the context of it. So they're not just thinking, you know, there's nothing worse than someone in your life who you don't know why they're upset or mad because 
most people feel like it's them. So if you're mad and you walk in the house, you're most likely going to personalize it. And kids do. They're like, what's wrong? Why are you mad? Are you mad? They, they don't know. So I think that that's something us as parents have to do is acknowledge that, yeah, be in a bad mood, but not at them. And if you if you have a short fuse, I'm really sorry I was like that. This has nothing to do with you. So they're not they're not carrying that. I think we're not parents need to get better at doing that. And moodiness is one of the most damaging things to children because you never know what you're going to get or why. Yeah. And if and you know, when this pandemic is over, I think you also need to reassure them that like life will get back and it's going to be okay. And why is it going to be okay? Because we as a family are going to be able to problem solve and we, we can fight against anything. Yeah. And fuck, listen, they don't trust much anymore because we, it was supposed to be two weeks. Remember that? And now we're going on like a second year. So promises are, promises are long gone. And it's just, how do we navigate what we know now? Because Chloe knows no different. And mm-hmm. I'm sure TJ doesn't remember anything different either. Mm-hmm. So how do we make this the most normal as can be for them or how do we make this the most uh pleasant for them with knowing what we've lost yeah you got this mama my name is jesse i'm sitting in a question for cat and nap um i am putting my five-month-old to bed and my three-year-old is constantly screaming and crying while i'm trying to put him to bed uh, it's very exhausting i'm doing bedtime by myself and I've done all the sleep training stuff. I'm not really sure what to do because she's waking him up and no one is getting any sleep. I'm, I'm really exhausted. I don't know what to do. Thank you. I think I have a solution to this one, which I thought of different I feel, before. I feel, your, I feel you. I feel you so hard. It's like I can imagine your exact situation. I'm seeing it. I'm feeling your frustration. And you want it to be over because. And, oh, I can just see it. It's so clear. I, I, this is just a suggest, suggestion that we've already answered these podcast questions, but we lost them, so we don't know where they are. So we're re-answering it, and I have a different answer. I'm wondering if you spend time with a three-and-a-half-year-old before you go and put the five-and-a-half-year-old to bed, or five-month-old to bed, and let the three-and-a-half-year-old like claim the time for them. So you're like, this is our time, right? Like, with if you can... And, Even and if you have to have the baby with you. Yes, I was going to say, the baby will definitely still be with you. But you can just, like, do something with them for them. Like, let them choose the activity for, like, 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be long, but fill their tank, their mm-hmm. bucket, before you go. I bet the three-and-a-half-year-old's freaking out because you're now one-on-one with the five-month-old when you used to be one-on-one with them at yeah. that time. So they're like, you? It's like getting a boyfriend. It's like your husband or your yeah. uh, someone bringing home a girl. And being like, you just got to sit tight. I got to go yeah. snuggle this yeah. one for so a little maybe bit. Like, like you sit down, you say like before bed, it's going to be like before we put the baby to bed, um, you and I will have like some time. We'll, we'll do whatever we do. And then once the baby's in bed, you and I will get to do this. So something to look forward to once the baby's asleep. But we can't get to that unless the baby is asleep. And, yeah. You know, and so it's like. And it's, if the three and a half year old has to go to bed before, fill that bucket before, spend that time, claim it, let them know, even if the five and a half month old is with you, just switch the name of it Mm -hmm. because it sounds like the three and a half year old's in bed Mm, i don't think so oh and the three and a half year old's awake i think so yeah okay um so yeah it's a face you might even be out of it already i totally this might be irrelevant to you now so true hi ladies hope you guys are well 
I need some advice here. A few years ago, I met a mom, and throughout the years, I've noticed that it's become more and more toxic with comparison and judgment, and I just feel worse every single time we have conversations. Um, I try to back out from it by talking to her less, but she keeps coming back. So my question today is, how do you break up with a toxic mom friendship that keeps coming back? Thank you. We did it. I remember this one too. I know. Try rather than, again, it goes back to people's moods. We say try to be like when she comes at you with a comparison, rather than taking it as a direct insult, try to compliment her on the comparison because it might just shift. I mean, you can just start to talk to her less, but when she calls you, you can just be like, wow, that's amazing. I'm like genuinely try to be happy for that person with the comparison and see how that shifts your relationship so you're not jealous or feeling like you are less than because she's comparing to you because you can't control what she does, but you can control what you do. Absolutely, and you can control, like, you are in charge of the way that um, she makes you feel. You know, you really are. Like, you um, you just change, change the narrative, like Kat said, and you go at it so that she can't, she can't get to you. you You'll know? have a different outcome if you change your side. Mm-hmm. So if there's two sides coming at each other and you change the way you talk usually to that side, the outcome will be different. And if it's not, then you, you know that, you know, there's probably a lot of insecurities involved in this relationship. So it's just sort of like if you're, if you take yourself out of it and you're like, that is, that's, I'm so excited. That, that's amazing for you. Like I'm really we did touch on our podcast about when you don't feel like people are happy for you or they revel in your um, missteps and not your success. I, I just believe it's sort of the same thing in friendships where they're not bad people. They're not mean people. They just don't know how to be positive because so often in relationships, nothing's modeled of positivity. Like nothing's Often TV shows, women are bitchy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Often they, like, put each other down. There's really not a lot of positive role models for friendships. And at the same time, if you just feel like she doesn't make you feel good no matter what you've tried, that you absolutely do not need her in your life. No. And, and you'd be, even if let's even if she was your only friend, let's say, which I, yeah. bet, I bet she's not, you're better without her. If she's totally. just, if you, if you just can't come to a, you know, a positive relationship. You and need, I don't think you have to, say a big like we're done Mm -mm. I think you just kind of like ease off one until she gets the hint just like text I know that seems like dodgy but like just text less take longer to text back you're busy I'm so sorry I'm really busy right now like and if you really do see some potential with her you could say to her you know and use some examples of times in a very like conversational way of times that the comparisons have hurt your feelings and just pointing it out might make her second guess before she does it again Sally. Although that would be very brave. I don't know if I would ever do that, but that's just, <laughs> I feel like that could really get you somewhere. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, Kat and Nat. This is Caitlin from Iowa. I just found out I am pregnant with my third child. Any advice on transitioning from two to three, Cat, or three to four, Nat? My children are now six and three. It's been a while since I've had a newborn. Any advice is welcome. Thanks. Love you, ladies. Bye, Hosens. So cute. <laughs> I love you, Hosen. Oh, my gosh. Any advice? Any advice from transitioning? Cat? Um, <laughs> it's like I don't even remember. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 I think that it's a shit show. Mm-hmm. I think that crying is overwhelming. I think it's a dynamic shift, which is totally normal. And the way I can equate it is like when my daughter or son left for camp and then came back into the mix, how it like changed the dynamic again. And it's like a re-entry period or when Nat and I leave, it takes time to fall into a new rhythm and your two little ones are going to have a new rhythm, a new cadence, a new dynamic. Mm -hmm. So just give everyone time, Mm -hmm. understanding that there is a definite influx of emotions in the beginning and a newborn's cry there's nothing like an urgency of a newborn's cry and then if your three-year-old's in a mood that oh. whole thing I, I actually saw a neighbor who has a, a three-year-old and a newborn <laughs> and they were like the three-year-old's way harder than newborn I'm like yeah. absolutely especially when there's a newborn in the house and the three-year-old's like fuck you yeah and I would ask for help where you can mm. don't try and be a hero about it if you have help if you have a partner say listen this is a lot I'm gonna need some extra hands on deck if you have um, any sitter that you can help um, just entertain what I did with when I had my a second and I knew my my first daughter was like had all the attention of the world and I knew that she I took her out to everywhere the library the community center all that stuff and I knew that I couldn't just take that away from her so I hired someone to get to know her before the baby was born and they fell into a little routine so that she could go off and you know stay busy and not just have to watch me with the baby I mean she always used to say I I hate Kaka. Her name was Monica, and she called her Kaka. I yeah. hate Kaka. But she'd go, and um, it would give me some she time. She didn't hate her. She hated that you should to leave yeah. you. So yeah. she's like, I hate that person who comes in and yeah. takes me away from you. But better to hate her than you. <laughs> Absolutely, right? If she was staring at me all day, and I was trying to nurse the baby all the time, and the baby was crying, she, she would be very mad at me. She'd probably throw things at me and the baby. Instead, exactly. she took her anger out on Kaka. It's dangerous, actually. That was a dangerous situation. I was in a dangerous situation I got myself out of. Hi, Ken and Nat. Super excited for your tour coming up. My question is, if you could do a show anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Did we answer this before? No, it's new. Oh, I like it. 
The pain of my gums make me feel nauseous. It's awesome. Do you want uh, Advil? I will. We'll wheel we'll after this. Hawaii. Okay, I'm in. Hawaii. Hawaii, an outdoor venue. Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 nowhere else, Hawaii. We've gone everywhere else, I feel like. Hawaii. I guess the only other place would be Australia, so we could do a show with Will. Uh, well, he could fly to Hawaii. It's a quick jump. Exactly. Good point. It's just a quick little jaunt. Good point. Over. Oh, it's a heat warning. Oh, it is hot. It doesn't feel the same hot as LA. Nope. Totally different. It doesn't feel the good heat. It totally feels like different. a. I don't know why we live here. I don't know why we live here either. Way to go. So we gonna Sharon come and Giselle. <laughs> Way to go, you two fuckers. I'm joking. Love you. <laughs> That's a podcast in itself right there. That is a podcast in itself right there. Well, All right, so uh, it's not talked about enough. Okay. It's number one, not talked about enough. Number two, when we first had our babies, was not talked about at all. No, no. Number three, anxiety, postpartum anxiety was not even in the realm of the conversation. It was like you were either depressed, depressed, going to hurt yourself and the baby, or, or nothing. Fine. Yeah. Uh, number four, I believe that everyone goes through something because you're changing in transition and it's not easy for everybody. And if it doesn't hit you right after, it can hit you at any point, sometimes a year later, not even like, you know, like I think that people, I think that when everything changes like that and your hormones are, are changing, I don't know how we don't acknowledge that. It, I think to diagnose yourself is super dangerous that you have to like rely on yourself to be able to assess yourself yeah and ask for help yeah and i think that if we looked at it universally like this is something women most likely will go through it's almost like expect it to happen and if it doesn't like count your lucky stars exactly um and the other thing is i think it's important um and i think that if more people did it it's that when someone asks you if you're okay or how you're doing be honest you know like i'm really i'm really overwhelmed Instead of just being like, I'm good, I'm okay, I'm the tired. The only thing is, w- sometimes if you you're you can't say it because you're not prepared mm-hmm. to 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 not be okay at that moment. You know what I mean? Like, remember when everyone's like, I don't yeah. know how you're okay. Remember when everyone mm-hmm. and I was like, I looked at you. I'm like, am I am I not am I not, am I not okay? Like, mm-hmm. it was very unnerving for everyone to keep asking me that. Yeah. At a time when I just had a baby, we were moving, and I had a renovation. Like all of these things were happening, and it was it was really hard when everyone kept asking me that and Mm -hmm. I was like am am, am I not okay like it made me start to question myself Mm -hmm. like should I not be okay so I think that um but I think you do have to tell someone in a space when you feel because for me I was like I was I got to a point where it was like I, I couldn't move forward with my day and my mom noticed called my doctor made my doctor call me but when my doctor called me I was so relieved because it was like come in tomorrow like your mom says you're not doing well it was so factual come in tomorrow yeah and I was like I was so relieved because I was like I didn't I want I just I wanted someone to just pull me aside and say you're not okay and here's how we're gonna fix it that's but it, so the onus wasn't on you Mm-mm. thank god so if we looked at a lens with everybody being like this is what mm-hmm. you most likely will go through yeah and and I'm here for you like it's almost like a a, 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 a postpartum buddy 
I know. Like, totally. you know, they have, like, it sponsors? Yeah. Postpartum, postpartum sponsor who's like, they, I've, I've been there. Don't worry about it. They totally should. And the per- person that they send, like, in Canada is they say, like, a nurse will come to you. But you're, like, it's a stranger. And I remember, I remember my mom telling me, like, don't tell them. That you're not okay. That you're not okay because then she's like, you'd never want them to come and like come and check up on you and like take your baby, take your baby and all that. So she's like, don't tell those nurses. Like, and you're like, I can't tell anyone I'm not okay. I'm gonna lose my baby. Yeah, when they they came, I remember I was just like, keep it together, Natalie. Keep it together. Act like everything's fine. But um, and then my second and third babies, I was pretty fine. And then it was my last one. But this time, I knew I knew myself was not right because I'd already been through it before. So. I guess talking to, talking to your doctor is a good one, though. It's a really good one because the doctors... Uh, you know, someone emailed us yesterday, DM'd <coughs> us, and was like, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. I, this is not me. I'm having thoughts of hurting myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a follower. And she, she was like, do you know of a therapist I can talk to? I'm like, there is not a therapist fast enough that you can talk to. Yeah. You need to get to a doctor right now. Yeah. And the reason the doctors help is depends on where you are, but they're a starting point of, and hopefully you have a good doctor because I know some people don't and the things, but anyways, I really do think that we, if we normalize this conversation more, it's not so over, it's not you that is going through this. It is an experience you went through that is making you go through this. So it's not like you're broken, you're a terrible mom, you're a bad mom. It's life circumstances that has put you in a position where you need some extra help and there's fucking nothing wrong with that no nothing wrong with that no, just so you all I know i actually do think that doctors should more because i think that i think that when my i would go see my doctor because i would see her so often <coughs> i feel her, like her pediatrician so mm-hmm. like the and often they don't see adults but pediatricians should, should kind of be the front line. <coughs> and i think that it, i think i was trying to show her that i wasn't okay and she wasn't picking up she wasn't really picking it up uh, until my mom called her. So I think it should more be like like the doctor asking you like all those kind of questions that you can't. And t- like Or like, did you know it was normal to have mm-hmm. these feelings and there's things we can do to help you? Totally. So you are you don't even have to say out loud. Because even saying I'm, like, I'm not okay is so hard. Yeah, no, it should be more like the, how the border patrol people are so good at getting the truth out of people. Exactly. They should be trained like that. Yeah, it's like a sex ed talk. Mm. Let's do it for babies though. Yeah. Guys, we love your questions. You are, you inspire us. You make us think about things in different ways. I mean, honestly, we did a bunch of these questions and we lost the podcast. We did it again and we had different thoughts. So that is what is just backing up. So, um, you know, I know that we talked a bunch about um, our tour and it's, and, and, you know, it's, it's therapy in itself. Uh, go to catandnattour.com. Calm. And if you're a parent and you're, as, as every parent is, and you're struggling to find support, feel like you're not alone, hear from the experts, go to the common parent and, uh, dot com and you can subscribe to the most fabulous um, offering there is for parents out there. So guys, we're just trying to make life a little easier and a little more fun. Give us five stars, share this with someone who needs to hear it. And-